Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you earn your living on the ocean, you'd better know how to read a tide table. Around the world, most coastal communities witness sea levels rise and fall multiple times every day. The effect can be quite dramatic. On certain days, there's a 53-foot, that's 16-meter difference between the low and high tides in Canada's Minas Basin Inlet, for example. Working fishermen, divers, and ship captains must take fluctuations like these into account. For this reason, governments release tables that predict the heights of future tides for different corners of the oceans. Yet, unbeknownst to us, the ground beneath our feet experiences tides of its own— The phenomenon goes by many names, including land tides, crustal tides, earth tides, and, more specifically, solid earth tides. No matter what you call the process, it's caused by the same forces that generate our better-known oceanic tides. Tides are complicated beasts. They're the result of several different factors all working together. The most significant contributing forces are the gravitational pulls that the sun, moon, and the earth exert on one another— 
The sun actually has less influence over our tides than the moon does, despite being 22 million times larger. That's because the moon is so much closer to planet Earth. As such, on the surface of Earth, the moon's gravitational force is about 2.2 times stronger than the sun's. High ocean tides, at least in most parts of the world, happen twice a day. We experience one when the moon is overhead, and, counterintuitive as it may sound, a second high tide takes place when the moon is on the opposite side of Earth. Low ocean tides occur during the periods between these two points. The centrifugal force of our rotating planet helps account for this strange bulging effect. While this is happening, a similar cycle unfolds within the very crust of our planet. To a minuscule degree, the ground level itself rises and falls every day in accordance with the moon's whereabouts. We spoke with Duncan Agnew, a geophysicist at Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California, San Diego. He said, The motion extends through the whole of the solid Earth, not just the crust, but is largest at the surface. The Earth is slightly elastic. Your naked eye is all that's required to watch the ocean tide come in and go out. However, it's straight-up impossible to observe solid Earth tides without using scientific instruments. At high tide, New York City can rise upward by 14 inches, that's about 36 centimeters. The Big Apple then falls by the same degree at low tide. A pedestrian standing in Times Square or the Bronx Zoo wouldn't notice any of this, though, because all of the buildings, trees, streets, and people in the five boroughs rise and fall in concert. Though that's just one example, Agnew says that the vertical motion at the surface varies from place to place. Some areas bulge and descend less dramatically than New York does. Other locales outperform the big city on that score. Okay, so far we've focused on how the moon affects both solid Earth and oceanic tides, but the sun should not be ignored in this discussion. Those who live in coastal areas are well aware of how solar activity can affect the strength of oceanic tides— When the sun aligns with the moon, the sea's high tides get higher and the low tides get lower. The exact opposite happens when those two celestial bodies are situated at right angles to one another, meaning the planet ends up with low high tides and high low tides. That cycle repeats itself every two weeks and is therefore known as the fortnightly cycle. On top of giving boaters headaches, it also affects solid earth tides— Nicholas van der Elst of the U.S. Geological Survey was the lead author of a 2016 study that investigated the link between the fortnight cycle, land tides, and seismic activity along California's San Andreas Fault. He said via email, When the Earth's crust flexes in the direction of the tidal pull, this puts a stress on any tectonic faults that cut through the rock. If the combination of the tidal stress and the pre-existing tectonic stress is just right, this can set off an earthquake. For that 2016 research effort, van der Elst's group compared 81,000 San Andreas earthquakes. They found that the rate of low-frequency quakes increases right before the fortnightly cycle enters its solar-lunar alignment stage. But Californians shouldn't lose too much sleep over this news development. The earthquakes in question are too weak and occur too far below the planet's surface to cause any serious damage on the surface. Crustal tides, van der Elst notes, are generally quote, far too small to matter for most faults. Nonetheless, the geologist has found that it's possible to observe a small but measurable influence in some locations, particularly in places like mid-ocean ridges. There are also special regions of the Earth's crust where fault lines appear to be astoundingly weak. These regions tend to be deep at the roots of subduction zone faults, like the faults that dive beneath Japan and the U.S. Pacific Northwest. 
Down there, some 12 to 18 miles or 20 to 30 kilometers beneath the planet's surface, faults create small-scale seismic tremors. Vanderelst said, the tides can have a very substantial effect on tremors, with tremor rates oscillating by up to 30% in phase with the tides. However, these tiny pseudo-earthquakes are totally undetectable by people and do not pose any hazard. Still, it's pretty fascinating. Oh, and hey, the ocean is not the only body of water that experiences its own tides. Lakes undergo them as well, but on a much smaller scale. For example, the mightiest tides on North America's Great Lakes are only 5 centimeters, that's 0.4 inches, in height. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other Earth-moving topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.